we have to create the right vibe, you know, the energy and everybody at the organization has to feel so privileged to be here. It's, it's no other way. Thanks for listening to the Purely Arsenal podcast. Please follow us on Twitter at Purely Arsenal FP for all the latest Arsenal podcasts. Welcome to the sit down at the Purely Arsenal podcast. We've beaten Spurs, we've beaten Liverpool, but we haven't played anyone yet. It's Neil Shy. How you doing, Neil? I'm all right. Thanks, Jack. How you doing? I'm doing very well, mate. If we sat here a week ago and said, you know, got six points out of the next two. You would have said, yep, yeah, definitely, with your optimism. But I would have said, pinch me. You're talking rubbish. <laughs> um, but here we are. We both predict- predicted wins. I don't think we've got the score right on this one. I think you were a 2-1 and I was a 1-0, something like that. Yeah, um, I think 3-2. Wow. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, but in watching the game um, from the from the get-go, I thought it was a ridiculous a prediction for myself to say 1-0 because it was never going to be that lower scoring game. But, um, but you know, we went into the game, obviously, on a huge high from the Tottenham game. Always interesting when you've got back-to-back um, big games but obviously you know we knew we were confident going into the game and we knew Liverpool had had some issues or they have had throughout the whole season but they've drawn a lot of games I think this was only their second loss in 2022 so it wasn't like there's a huge difference and I, I watched a lot of Liverpool games this season because obviously well enjoying their demise obviously but if you're watching them that the, the data doesn't really point to them being any much different from from last season in terms of they create the same amount of chances. They're still pummeling teams. I think they were the highest possession team in the league before this game, uh, somewhere around sort of high sixties or something percent. They're dominating the ball, um, but they were obviously well, the big difference was they weren't as clinical in one box and they weren't as as safe in the other one. So um, and, and and we really hopefully were looking to play on that. Before we get into the game, Neil, there is a, there's so much to talk about in this game. So I think it's got to be one of the games of the season, just as a neutral perspective. Um, but the, I, want, I want your thoughts on Tommy Asser and, and, and why he started him. Because I was, I was really nervous. Like when he, when he put, I love Tommy Asser, but we haven't seen him at left back since the away game at Tottenham, I think. Obviously, you know, he wasn't particularly bad in that game, but we were terrible. Um, so I just wonder what your thoughts are. I think, I think, there was no evidence of Tierney not being fully fit. Obviously, we knew Zinchenko was touch and go and he wasn't in the squad. Um, I th- in hindsight, it's a masterclass, but initially I, I was quite worried. I don't, what did you feel? Absolutely the same. I, I, to be honest, I didn't even remember it. You just mentioned it. I couldn't remember that he'd already played in that position once before. So I was like, what? What's he doing? Um, so I was really nervous. I thought, no, not for a game like this. Are you serious? And then... Um, as it progressed, I thought, oh, my God, I think we've got another left back here. I just couldn't believe it. I, I, I couldn't believe it. He was magnificent. I mean, there were so many players, again, I think you might have said it in the previous pod, but when you've got so many players that you can lord about in every game that potentially could be up there for man of the match, you know something good is happening with the team. And he was up there. Jack, he was definitely up there as possibly one of the players of the game. And... um Wow, he made he just nullified Salah, didn't he? Absolutely. He, I think there was two or three instances where I thought, oh no, and he just was there. He just stopped stopped the run and he stopped any potential attacks. And I thought, how the hell has Arteta seen this for a game like this against a team like that? 
who we know are known for, you know, quick attacks, strong attacks. And Tommy Asu was magnificent. I, I, we've got three left backs. I mean, Tierney's going to get further pushed back in a way. Yeah, yeah. It must be interesting for 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 his. Obviously, he's got good character. So, but um, and he's and, and he has been very good in the last few games that Tierney's yeah. played. So, I just, I mean, I kind of likened it to the cup final and 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 the City game. You know, where where he played Niles in the left. Oh no, we were playing about three then. But yeah. In order to sort of nullify, but th- this one. The reason I was a bit tentative about this one was I, I was really thinking about the game. This was the first game we played all season where the other team is really used to dominating the game, right? Mm. Even Man United, I mean, they, 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 they countered on us, didn't they? We dominated that game. Tottenham, mm. we knew how they were going to play. Liverpool, all the evidence suggests that they they, they, they try to dominate the ball still. They, they, you know, they're not doing it as effectively, but they, they basically do. And we saw some yeah. of that after the first goal, which we'll get to. So I just... Um, I was just watching and I, I got very worried about ball progression and I, I was like, I'm trying to understand, um, is this, I started to think of it as a negative, you know, and right. when I speak to Liverpool fans about it, they go, yeah, but Salah and Trent, they've not really been doing it anyway. I went, but the evidence from this game suggests that actually they were the least effective they've been all season because their expected goals all season, this was the least they'd had since the start of last season in any game. So, and to, I think Tommy Asu was uh, the whole back four, but Tommy Asu was a huge, huge reason for that. He's such a good one-on-one defender, isn't he, Neil? It's, it's yeah. like we haven't seen him for a long time, so you forget a little bit of what his attributes are. A little bit. Yeah, he, he was just brilliant. I mean, Salah wasn't in the game. No, that's why he took him off. Yeah. Why wow. Yeah. Off? I mean, and I, need and, a I, goal. And, I, and I and I also think he um, took Trent off for the same reason. I mean, everyone's saying he's injured, but mm, I'm not sure. I think it was because he was run ragged by Martinelli. I think I think that he took his key players off because yeah, we were just so anyway. good. Yeah. We were so good. And 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 just going a bit forward, I know that everyone's going on about, oh yeah, we won because of the penalty. But I think we would have won anyway. We were absolutely, near the end, we were so dominant. Yeah. We were just too good for them, Jack. And I've not seen this in years. No. And, years. Uh, that's what, that, that, that penalty, we'll get to the decision, but that's kind of where you're... Um, you talk about earning your own luck, isn't it really? Because mm. you spend more time in their box, causing chaos, um, oh, suffocating yeah. them. And yeah. you, you, we had 46 touches in their box to their 19 in ours, I think. You spend more time in there challenging them, they're going to make a mistake. That's, you know, that, that's what happens, isn't it really? And um, I think that's what it really come down to. But I was driving... Um, I was driving back from the gym and it was obviously 8am get start time for me. And I was about one or two minutes late. So I was like, the game started. So I was just about to put it on my phone and my brother, he, I mean, he doesn't call me much full stop, but if he calls me, he calls me because Arsenal have scored. It doesn't matter what, what's going on in the world. If he's calling me, it's because Arsenal have scored. And I got a phone call when on my end, the game hadn't even started. So I went, he's, he's, oh, he's oh, I'm going to leave it. I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna leave the phone call and just let okay. it play out. And I was in. A, I was just getting a coffee from from Starbucks, and I was right next to my house. And, uh, and then I saw the girl, and I was then I, the call was still coming through. So then I answered it. But Neil, talk with what a start, what oh. a move. Um, obviously they can see it from their point of view. But where did it start, Neil? Where did was it with Saliba? I think so. It was Saliba, and then I think he played it out to um, White, didn't he? And that's Saka or directly to Saka. Yeah. and then Odegaard's pass. Oh, God. How many times have I watched that? 
what a pinpoint pass and Martinelli running. Saka and Martinelli destroyed Liverpool. Their runs down the wings yeah. were sanity. Yeah. They they were so good. Um again, look, another two contenders for player of the match. You know, they were so, so good. Um, it's mesmerizing. I, I think they're getting better. I, I, keep, I keep thinking all of the players are going to get better and better, but only because the confidence that it's breeding, it's almost like they're going to start believing. Do you, I don't know if you've seen it, Samuel, you must have seen it. So many times when Andre is asked about that invincible year, he said, because we just knew we were going to win every game. We wouldn't expect, accept anything less. Yeah. And that is why they said there is no, we just thought we had no way we're going to lose this game. No way we're going to win. So having that mentality of winning, and then obviously, obviously there was a few draws in that that season. And I just think that I know it's early days, but I just think that that same mentality is growing within this 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 squad. Um, it's even showing in the in the players that play in the Europa games as well. Um, you know, they don't play often. They haven't got they haven't had many minutes on the pitch. And look what they're doing. They're doing the same kind of thing. And to me, to me, gosh. The pass from Odegaard, I, and again, you have to, you've got to credit the, the back four. I mean, Ben Wyatt, I think, isn't getting the justice he deserves. He, he's playing brilliantly, Jack. Yeah, you know, and he had he, a really tricky task because yes. that was their best player oh, on absolutely. the left wing in Diaz. Um, I yeah. think he's their best and, player. Oh, absolutely. And the thing is, he's, he's, he's effectively moved out of position. I mean, I know he can play right back, but he was brought in to be a, a, a central defender, and he's not. And he's, yeah. he's adjusted to it so well. He's taken it on the chin and he's doing such a grand job. And his, his runs are confusing the defenders because it doesn't matter even if he collects the ball or not, but the fact that he's doing that, he's being a distraction. And he's, he's, he's really good at that overlap now, isn't he? Yeah, he's getting like just getting himself overlap. forward. Fantastic stuff. Um, but yeah, Odegaard's pass, mate. I mean, but Martinelli, what a finish as well. The whole thing was great. It was yeah. so fast. It's so fast. We, we've we've gone, gone back to that era where we can just punish teams within seconds. Yeah. But again, it was Saliba at the back again, wasn't it? Once yeah. Again. Yeah, yeah. He likes to play on the cusp. And he, I mean, he's good at bringing the ball out. I think you're right with Odegaard's pass because Martinelli was moving at such a pace and the pass became so vertical. Obviously, it's a lot easier if you play that pass wide. If you, for example, went in front of Trent. But he had to go behind him, yet not get close to the goalkeeper. So the weight of it had to be perfect. I also think Saka's pass was fantastic to Odegaard because he was yeah. given at such pace, wasn't he? But um, is but they, they checked for a half stop for a second because they checked for VAR. I thought, well, where? And then I thought it was where Martinelli, but it wasn't. They were checking where Saka had received the ball. They were checking that for offside. Yeah, thought, oh. and there's still some some arguments from Liverpool fans that, that that was that was off but I've not seen anything at the point of the ball release to prove that that was off all I'm seeing is pictures of him being off but there's no ball release from it so I'm not really I, I, you know I, no. I don't think they would have called, they would have called it back otherwise because um, you know he's offside he's offside but it's just mental isn't it to think that Martinelli not, not that I mind but um, he may not go to the World Cup and if Brazil aren't walking this World Cup with their eyes closed I, I, I can't believe it because how are you not taking this guy? I know they've got the, the boy from Real Madrid, Vin- Vinicius, who's probably, you know, the best left winger in the world. But Martinelli's got to be, got to be in the up top there. five or six, isn't he? Up there right now. They've got to be taking him, at least in the squad. I think they probably will. But but um, hopefully they don't for our sake. But, you know, I think they probably will. And it might, I think it'll probably be good for him. But the difference there, Neil, from what you said in, the, you know, the Invincibles and that belief that you're going to go anywhere that win, 
I mean, our last 14 games in the league against Liverpool, we've we've won one, I think, or something crazy one like that. Two, yeah, and yeah, the yeah. one that sticks out in my mind was the one where they'd already won the league and Reese Nelson oh. at home. Oh, yeah, yeah. But, but chalk and cheese, I mean, that game was a snap and snatch and grab. I mean, we, we had two shots on target. They had like 23 and they it was just, you know, all backs to the wall performance and obviously nice to win it, but it was never repeatable or sustainable. That was without the without the crowd, wasn't it? Um, yes, it might have been. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, it was during COVID, yeah. And obviously they just won the league a week or two before, so you weren't play, playing the, the, the real Liverpool or anything like that. And yeah. it, was a, it was a tough watch. I mean, it was great to win it, but it was a tough watch. But this one really felt leading into it that we could go properly toe-to-toe with them, you know? And... And, and and that's exactly what we did, I think. And it was such a fascinating game because, um, you know, like like you said, you, you know their their performance, their results aren't there, but they're still a quality team. They are, yeah. And after we went one nil up, do you, do you think? Um, I wanted to get to you know what kind of belief this builds in the team because we're such a young team and none of them have really won it or or, or won titles yet. So it's almost like we're trying to think you know uh, you know certainly not that 2014 a lot of them had won it in 2002 for example you know yeah um whereas we 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 don't have that and it's almost like you need these big matches and the big matches i'm really talking about is easy you know liverpool city um the, the ones that we've really struggled in over the years um even under arteta really been bad and and this game just from the get-go you did you know you knew you were in it you knew you had a really good chance do you think when we won one nil up that with the game plan a little bit or, or or we took our foot off the pedal because we did sit a little deeper and allow them a little bit more of the ball. They weren't creating a ton, but we didn't play the way we've been playing all season, put it that way, in that 20, 30 minutes after the goal, Neil. Yeah. I, I'd be surprised by that. I thought, why are we doing this? Because um, we, I think we're all saying that we know that uh, Liverpool, as good as they are, they're susceptible at the back and uh, we've got the forwards to, to hurt them. So I, I was a bit surprised. I think we did. I think uh, whether it was we took our foot off the gas or whether we even were overwhelmed by what the, the f- amazing start, because I think I don't know whether they started thinking that we're actually playing Liverpool and oh my god, we're one went up inside five seconds or whatever it was. I found that really odd. And then they did take and, and that, I I did get nervy. I've got to admit, the weird thing is I wasn't nervy during the Tottenham game, but I was nervy, especially the last ten minutes of this game. I was. I was really, really nervous. I yeah, didn't want to throw it away. Even, you know, so, even well, it was we were, so end to end, wasn't it? Uh, yeah. It was... uh, even with that, even when he had already gone way over the time allowed, and I thought, "What are you doing? They're going to have one attack." I said, "I was." I said, "He's, he's letting them have one more attack. He's get referees letting them have one more attack." Yeah. I thought that might hurt us because there's been games where I think we've conceded really late to them. I remember one specific game and I can't remember how many years ago it was and we were winning and then they scored and they drew and I was like so annoyed. I remember that a few times when we were good, Hesky and all this. Yes, exactly. So I was really surprised. I thought, why are we doing that? When we know that if we play with the same intensity that we've started with, you know, we we could be all over them and it proved it, didn't it? Because after when we got back in the game, especially in the second half, they couldn't handle us. They could not handle us. So I didn't understand that. I, I have no, still no, I have no idea why we did that. Yeah, my, my theory on it a little bit is I think it. It's not, I think it is a little confidence thing. I just think we've it's been so long. This sort of that block where we've played against these teams and been you know 
basically outclassed and or, or just pummeled. You know, I think last season at Liverpool, again, we were decent for 30, 40 minutes and then boom, yeah. goal, 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 and we're 3-0 down suddenly. And, and uh, you know, it, you could see there there was progression at home against Liverpool last season, for example. It was 0-0 for a long period of time and I think it was yeah. very even. And then Ramsdale made that little error and, and that was kind of the game got away and it, we never really believed we could come back. Yeah. But in this game, I just felt, uh, like you, I, I felt after 1-0, I, I felt they were massively there for the taking. I, I was frustrated that I felt we were the better football team and we were giving yeah. them too much respect, basically. Yes. And I think, I wonder if that was why, because we ran in, didn't we, at halftime? We sprinted in. All the players, They just, if you go and watch it, even though we Not just scored, they flew in like they'd been called in. And wow. I wonder if we, if it was like, you know, no matter what the score is here, let's get in and have a, have a word here because this is not the game plan. I don't think that was part of the plan at all to do this counter-attacking thing. But it did show we're quite effective at it, which was good because we've not really done that all season. That was that was very good to see because we're probably going to have to do that a few times this season, certainly against the likes of Man City because oh, as good yeah. as we are, I don't see us dominating the ball against Man City. But but let's, um, let's talk about the couple of key moments after the first goal. Um mm. Obviously, they, they had a cup. They weren't really creating a lot, but it was a warning sign. There was the Saliba moment where oh, he, you know, yeah. uh, could have been an own goal. It was a decent save from Ramsdale. I think Saliba actually did quite well because he couldn't do much with it. He couldn't do much else, no. What's your thoughts on, on their goal? Obviously, Gabriel's going to get a lot of the criticism for it. I was just was worried because I thought we were struggling with them. Um, that's one thing I still think we've got to work on is when the ball is lifted high in the air. And I think we tend to struggle with that. And I don't know see why we do, but we do. But Gabriel, yeah, he, he, he kind of misjudged it and he hit it, didn't he? He, tapped, he got a touch on it, which gave them the impetus to, to, to carry out the attack. And I think that threw the players, that threw the defence. It was that touch because he stretched his leg out, didn't he? And he literally yeah. got a slight touch and that moved the ball in the direction of the Liverpool player. And then that was it. And it was crossed yeah. over and scored. And I just think that, that I've, I've noticed that a few times where the ball is played high when it's been hoofed in the air. We tend to struggle a bit, and I think Arteta's got to work on that. We've got to work a way around when we're playing that high line, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and and that was it. But I don't, I don't. Yeah, of course, it was frustrating, and I, I just, yeah, it was deeply frustrating to be honest, because I, I was thinking just what you just said that we should have carried on the way we started in the first couple of minutes, and we, and we, we, we could have even put the game away, and we didn't. And I thought now we've allowed them back in, and that's going to make their confidence grow. So. um I was gutted by it, but then, you know, it was, it was a tough watch, but then we didn't let our heads drop once again. We did not let our heads drop. Well, and that is the difference. That's been a big thing from us conceding this year. The crowd gets straight up and, and starts cheering and, and the players seem to, seem to do, do the same. They don't, they don't let their heads get down, do they? And they, they, mm. they know how to react to goals and we're almost that almost dangerous when we've just conceded. But I, I, the weird thing was Nunes was offside from the ball over the top, and if Gabriel yeah, doesn't touch it, it's it's not sure. a goal. That's right. It doesn't go into his path, and yeah. I, I find that offside actually quite interesting because they do this thing now where they don't put the flag up straight away; they let the play play out. Let the play play. Yes. But if he knows he's offside, he's not going for that ball anyway. He's he's just he's just not he's not touching it. Do yeah. you know what I mean? But they don't put the flag up, so it's you know by the letter of the law, it's obviously it's, it's a fair goal, but. That, that mm. doesn't, you know, that doesn't make a lot of sense at that well, point. Well, I think I said in the chat, didn't I? I said I thought that was offside. I, well, did I you? Think I, I felt yeah. I was too livid at that point. But um, <laughs> to see it, I mean, it was so, so um, 
but it was frustrating. I was a decent finish from Nunes. I'm watching oh, yeah. Saliba. Saliba has to come across. So it's two on one at that point. Not a lot he can do. It's a very good ball crossing. Yeah, and, you know, I think he kept his back to it or something. Or was that the second goal? I can't remember now. No, yeah, that might that, be the second goal. Yeah, that we'll was get to the second one, which Saliba... Yeah, he'll definitely be looking at that. He'll be looking yeah, at that. So we'll, yeah. we'll get to that one. But but we're one one, and it's it, it's it's neck and neck, and you want to see a reaction. And I I remember all of us on the chat were like, okay, that that was coming, right? They weren't yeah, pummeling well, our goal, but it was coming in the sense of we've taken our foot off the gas. We're not we're not dominating the game. They had the better possession as well, and 100%. yeah, they did, and they and they and they looked the more likely at that point to score, and it was it was probably at that point, a fair result to go in at halftime. And what was funny in the chat is we were all, um, we were all just, we were so, we were so frustrated. We were all just saying, blow the whistle, blow the whistle, get them in for the chat. Oh get yeah. For the talk right. Do you remember? Right. I think Mike yeah. was saying, and I was, yeah, I was agreeing, right. I was agreeing. I wasn't disagreeing. Yeah, yeah, I was, yeah. I was going, yeah, yeah, just blow the whistle. And it was about four or five minutes injury time in the first half. I can't remember That's what right. for, but it was. And, um, and, and then, what happens is, 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 is I think it's a free kick or a corner to them that we break away from. Yes. Um, and I think the part that not many people have talked about is is, is what Jesus does because oh, he, he's, he does so well. He really had Tiago. I think it was him and Tiago again. And he really, although Tiago is a fantastic player, but he's so strong with his back towards oh. the opposition's goal. And he really starts that whole move. But I just want your thoughts on them because it's a great break. But... Thoughts on that, on on how Gabriel found his way up there, um, oh. just a brilliant move, Neil. Really, wasn't it? But brilliant counter-tracking move, which we've not been able to do too. And we've seen it a few times from us this season, but but just a, a really, really good move at, at critical time as well. Right as we go in, there's never a better time to score a goal or or worse time to concede, and that's right before half time. And luckily, it went our way for a change. And that probably changed the team talk as well. But so maybe that's part of the reason why they were running in, only because they were probably called in, as you said earlier. But they had been told before they were, that. Yeah, they were buzzing, really buzzing with the goal. They're like, "Yeah, it's getting there." It's listens to what the gaffers are saying. Let's go. But oh my god, Jesus! If you look at him, he's not, he doesn't look like a strong player, but he's he is, isn't he? He's stocky, incredibly yeah. strong. Short, but it's stocky. Like, he's, he's, yeah, he's like he's not he's not the biggest player in the world, but what he can do. Maybe he's got a good centre of balance as well, but he's fantastic. And it's all him. He starts, I mean, pretty much the way Saliba started the first, for the first one, it was all him. But he yeah. did great, didn't he? Yeah, And he laid the ball out, and he laid the ball out. And who did who? I can't remember if it was, Did Saka get the initial touch now? That's the goal. I can't remember what the flow was. But I think um, it was straight out to Martinelli because it was Martinelli running. Straight, sorry, it was straight to Martinelli. Yeah, yeah. So it was all down the, on, on the left-hand side. Yeah. And he's run. I mean, they just can't keep up with him. But also, same likewise, Saka. But I tell you something, for Gabriel's potential mistake for the first goal, he made up for that because he was running in down the middle. I think Odegaard might have been behind him, but it was Gabriel that was... How did he find himself there, Neil? I don't know. It's mental, isn't it? And I think that was a distraction. And he, and a great, great from him, great awareness, because obviously when the cross came in, the pass came in from Martinelli, he let it go. Yeah, because lovely little disguise dummy, yeah. Brilliant, wasn't it? That was so good. And I, I don't know whether he, Saka caught him or he knew that Saka was there. Yeah. And, Saka, and and Saka's got to do more of that. I think he's capable of doing more than that. And we could probably score a few goals like that. I think yeah. someone mentioned, one of the pundits mentioned that um, Sterling does a lot of that sort of stuff. And Saka's more than capable of doing it. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And, yeah. And, and, we, and we could net a few times using that ploy. 
And uh, oh, what a goal to score! What a time! Yeah, brilliant, what, brilliant. It's got to affect the, the team talk. He's got to have done. It. Yeah, he still probably would have said the same thing that right. You get on them because you know they're vulnerable. But at the maybe same calmed time, the tone a little bit for him yeah. to a few decibels or something. But absolutely. I can't deny it. The more I watch it, the Martinelli run reminds me so much of Henri against Zanetti away at Inter Milan. Do you remember it? Henri mm-hmm. when we run 5-1 and he's running, five, he's one. running and he stops and then he goes again. But this time Martinelli stops, Henderson and Trent just keep flowing. And and, and that's in fairness, if you watch Trent's Martinelli... Trent's still running the wrong way, mate. <laughs> oh, he's shocking defensively. In fairness, I don't rate Southgate at all, but that is one thing I kind of understand from his perspective. He is getting he, rinsed. defending, but I think it's because we were so... Martinelli was absolutely ripping him apart. Yeah. He probably lost all confidence in the game because everyone... All the analysis was saying, oh, yeah, look, at he should have been... He should have stayed in his position, not gone towards help Henderson out. He should have stayed in the middle, da 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 but I think it's because he has been so frustrated all game by Martinelli. Yeah. I didn't think he had an answer. Yeah. And it just goes to show, you know, we, we've got to respect us. And I think they are, they are now the players. Because players have got to respect, have respect and faith in their own abilities because we've got a damn good squad. We yeah. really have got some fantastic players. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's, I mean, six million for Martinelli is just unbelievable. But oh, wow. it's just, and he's growing and he's great. He's getting better. Don't really know what the ceiling is. Of the only concern yeah. is holding on to these players. That's it. We've yeah. got to now. Well, they, they opened up yesterday, didn't they? They said that talks with Martinelli have begun until we're trying to hook him down till 2028. But at the moment, Neil, all these contracts, are, 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 unlike last year and the year before, are, you're not worried about them when you're playing like this because they're signing them, isn't they? You, do you know what I mean? If we keep playing like this, they're signing them. You, we remember back in the day. It, it, you know, it wasn't. It was. It was a worry once we'd won things, and then yeah. obviously the big guns calling. I'm not talking about anyone in this league. I'm talking about the you know Real Madrid's of the world. But if we're playing like this and we're, and we're getting the results like we are, all this Saka Martinelli, that that's the that, that signing. If we if we continue to do this, you know, we just got to continue to do it. Yeah. So I, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not stressing too much. Obviously, yeah. The, the sleeper one is the one I'm a little bit of because he's had so much. Oh beforehand but again I'm not I'm not worried I can't worried. see him not I can't see him not he's yeah. enjoying himself he's loving yeah. it he's, well, he, he, I mean he, he knows he's, he, he couldn't be at a better club for a young he's 21 I mean he's unbelievable but it's 21 you know they all are they're all this in early years this is the place yeah. to be for oh, to be honest if we keep playing like this someone like Jude Bellingham should be looking at it going this is where I want to go that's the place mm-hmm. to be for young oh, top talent you know I mean? yeah we won't get him but it, you know that that is pretty much the type of player that would fit perfectly if you took a few, few, uh, few tens of millions of his of his price, but but um, I, yeah, Martinelli was just unbelievable, wasn't he, in this game? I mean, oh, when, I think I saw a tweet when someone said if you sub your right back, your right winger, and your right midfielder off because they subbed off Salah, Trent, and Henderson, yeah, that pretty much brilliant. sums up how good your, your left winger's been. And and he's he just the as well. We did it to Tottenham. He had he came up yeah. Yeah, and it's really good to see the contrast between because obviously probably the three best left wingers in the league. I'm sure I'm missing out a couple is probably Son, Diaz, and and Martinelli. But in the last two games, Martinelli has just shown he, he is he's the man to be talking about in that position. Do you know, he's just relentless. He's relentless. His energy is just just contagious. He's he's he he is the, he is everything in our front three. And I mean he's. And I think Jesus brings out the best of him, and that that's it's just unbelievable. And it obviously, you know, when when you create a goal and you score a goal in the first half like that, and and 
But he was just, he was absolutely, even when Gomez come on, he was ruining him. Every <laughs> time. It didn't matter who you put there. I mean, it's just, the guy is just so strong, so fast, so good on the ball. I mean, it's just brilliant. It was, I was watching Diaz because I've always thought, ever since Liverpool signed Diaz, I was like, oh, he's a really good player. But mm. but you see the difference because um, we'll talk about it. But in the second half where Diaz was basically two or three yards ahead of Saliba, and I know it's Saliba, but, but he just, just eats up that ground. But I don't see many centre-backs eating up that ground against Martinelli. And Martinelli's no. a lot stronger than that Diaz. He's a bit slight. He's a bit dirty, but he's a bit slight. He's not... Martinelli is, is, is a strong boy for his age. And I'm forgetting as well, I think Diaz is three or four years older as well. So you just... You know, Martinelli's not there yet. He's not even that, that you know, which is amazing. So you're dealing with an elite player. But we go in, like you said, 2-1. I think... A little fortunate, I think it's fair to say, to be at 2-1 at that moment anyway. End of the game's a different story. But whatever he said at half-time, it was exactly what we wanted him to say. Because when we came out for the second half, we were, from the moment go, that was was where we were going. Yeah, we know we're a better team than Liverpool. Um, We didn't show it in the first half, despite the scoreline. But we're going to show it in this half. And we, it was one-way traffic. But as odd as it was, they scored... um, against the run of play didn't they and it was a I don't think I've heard a lot of people sort of blame me in Saliba's position I think it was just a fantastic goal it was a great goal yeah for me he's a great player to be fair yeah, he's annoyingly good isn't he, and he I was worried I, us. yeah when he when he came on I thought oh, that's what I said I said oh no he's firm you know, firm. I called him firm firm's on I thought oh. uh, it worried me I have to admit that was pretty point in the game where I thought oh gosh he's going to do something he always scores you're right he always is, yeah. gets one up on us, doesn't he? And he did it. And it was a great goal. And it was a great pass. Pretty much like the go-to-guard pass uh, that led to our first goal. That was a yeah, great Yeah, you just pass. can't do a lot with it. Saliba. Yeah, Saliba was blindsided. He was ball-watching. And he did, I don't think he was aware. His awareness of Firmino wasn't there. But what can you do? It was a great goal. It was a great finish as well. I thought it was going wide and it went right in the corner. Thought, oh, oh Ramsdale couldn't do anything about it. No, no, no. So yeah. I, I can't... I don't want to have too many hang-ups over it. Uh, it's easier to say now because obviously at the end of the day, it's, it was academic. He ended up winning anyway, but um, we might, I might, my mind thought, my mindset might have been a little bit more different if it would stay 2-2, but um, it was a great yeah. goal. We there's nothing much we can do about that, I don't think. And the last thing we want to do is start criticising players like Saliba because, to be honest, how much how much good has he done for us? He, we wouldn't be where we are, we are without him. He's just yeah. been magnificent. <laughs> And you see in these big games, Neil, that, that, that centre-backs, they are going to get pulled from Pillar and there is going to be these odd little mistakes. And I would call that an, a, a little error. Um, you know, just like you said, he gets mm. caught looking at the ball, he gets twisted around, maybe his body position is not quite right, but it's a fantastic ball. I'm, I'm, I'm watching it again, it again and I'm like, what can he do? What can he do? Positioning, mm. you know, it's very difficult. So, um, yeah, but at that point, it's 2-2 and you're like, again, what's great though is... We didn't. It didn't change anything about the way we'd started that half because we had that great chance with Odegaard, where he was on the edge of the area and he just drilled it straight to goalkeeper. And I was yeah. very frustrated. Yes. I thought oh, I remember watching that, thinking, "Oh, he's got to either give it a sack or, or just he's so do he's got such a good shot on him. Sometimes he's just a bit tame in front of goal, almost tentative to to take the shot on. And yeah. every now and then he forgets about that, and that's when he scored. He scored a couple this season, didn't he? We just forgot about it and just re- unleashed it. And he just needs to do that more often. He needs to come Correct. more naturally to it because he gets in such good position, Odegaard. Mm-hmm. But it was weird, wasn't it? In the first half, I felt Jack and Party were 
were, were quite poor after the goal. If yeah. you know, I thought party was losing the ball, they, they, they were, were pressing on him. Yeah, yeah. Thanks. Thiago was very good. Mm. I was shocked how for, I thought Fabinho was injured, but apparently he's been so poor they've just not been starting. And I'm like, you're not starting Fabinho. I mean, it, you're playing Henderson in there. It's, I was like, how bad must Fabinho have been? But he was poor, terrible when he came on as well. But but it was, I mean, they scored. But other than that, Neil, even in the whole of the Nothing. second half, I don't really remember. I know we, you said you, the last 10, you were ner- I was nervous. But if you watch back at the game, they didn't really create a lot. Well, well, how much did Ramsdale have to do? Not really not much. Lot. It was the first oh. half, that 20, 30-minute block that worried me the most because yeah. Yeah. We, I hadn't been used to seeing us without the ball, you know. But... um. But then we, you know, you, you, you know, there was a points in that second half where we, we just weren't, we weren't letting them out. We weren't letting them out. We were pummeling them like we did. I think the City home game where we lost two one last season, but we really should we have won. That yeah. I, I think in a way that was the turning point for this group. Like that was a sign that we can. Compete. We're there. We're getting there. Yeah, yeah. we're getting it because we really were controlling that game for large periods. That was, that was the officiated. I'm never going to never say nothing else. Sorry. Yeah, it was it was poor. It was poor. The officiating, but in the second half, Neil Jacker was finding spots in the in the high left position. Parties was so much cleaner on the ball. He was so much quicker on the ball. He was winning those fifty fifties that he wasn't winning the first half. And basically, we just weren't letting them out. They were just sitting deeper and deeper and deeper and falling further and further back into their box. It was it was it was amazing to see, wasn't it? A Liverpool team Mm. do that, and Mm. and you were just like, wow, we we literally. Pummeling them, and I don't know where you were at when the goal happened, but or when the penalty happened. I want to get your opinion on it, but um, mm-hmm. I, I it, it was from such a um a, a period of play where we, we were shooting, it was getting blocked, saved. Saka was Odegaard <laughs> trying to shoot another block, and I was just so frustrated. I was just lying <laughs> back. I'm usually sitting like this. I was just lying back, and I was like. <laughs> It's just not going to go in, you know, like that. <laughs> yeah. That's basically what it was. And I remember, yeah. and then the penalty happened. Yeah. And I want to know, before I ask you about this penalty, let's just revert back. What were mm. your thoughts on the Gabriel handball penalty? Appeal. So when I first saw it, I thought we were lucky. When I first saw it, and even during the chat, I was like, oh, we're lucky. I we I got said away the same that. thing, yeah. And then I watched... Um, uh, uh, a couple of the, you know, analysis talk about it on not only match of the day, I watched something else when I can't remember what that was. It might be something online, actually. Yeah, on I saw something, yeah. Um, and they actually said, to be fair, if you look, look at the distance, it, you know, it was more um, ball to hand rather than, yeah. Mm-hmm. It was, sorry, uh, uh, you know, it, was, it wasn't, the distance was too too short. About and, a yard uh, away, when it here. Yeah, and in a weird way, his that had, although it looked unnatural, I think he was trying to almost balance or position himself. And it, it's something like normally, you yeah. know, you would just... Because he's still moving. Do. Yeah, exactly. So he was in motion. And I think that's probably why it wasn't given. But the problem is what they, they were comparing it was with the, the game, the other game. Uh, it was, it was, it was Brentford, Newcastle. I don't know who it right, was. Right, right, right. It was similar. I, I, could, I could be wrong, but it was a very, it was literally an identical thing. And the penalty was given. So then they were saying, well, it's the inconsistencies that... Uh, that is uh, the problem. So I can, I get it. I get the, the frustration. I understand it. Of course, all the ex-Liverpool pundits, oh, yeah, 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 that should have been given, you know, of course, mm-hmm. so soonest and all that. Soonest and everyone was talking about how the penalty shouldn't have been a penalty or whatever, to shut up. But I think on in hindsight, no. I mean, it was probably 
too close. The distance was too close. Yeah. So I think afterwards, with hindsight, I don't think it was a penalty. Yeah, I agree. And also, if you watch the zoomed in, uh, slowed down recording, it actually mm. hits his chest first, goes off his chest to his arm. He motioned. He was yeah. saying, and I, I thought, oh, I didn't hit your chest, Gabriel. But if you watch it, it hits his left did. side of his chest, and then it hits up to his then arm. The, yeah. And I've had, you know, some Liverpool fans text me, and they're like, "How can you say that's not a penalty?" Because his arm's in an unnatural position. I was like, "Well, th- if you've played football, your arm—you're not a penguin." If your arms are beside you or behind oh. your back when you're moving, that is unnatural. That is to do this when you're running is not. You're supposed to be here. Do you know what I mean? You, and the difference there is the ball didn't fly out and then he did that. His hand was there and then the ball hits him from it's a yard great. away. So the decision is right. The problem is the inconsistency and people will yes. look at multiple yeah. other handballs where they'll go, yeah. oh, look, this guy went up for the ball here and the Someone headed it into his hand, and that got. And I went, yeah, that, that was the wrong decision, though. That was stupid. Any time yeah. they give a handball for when the ball, the hand's just there and yes. it just whacks into it from a yard, that is a stupid decision. Yes. So this was common sense prevailing for sure. Correct. It was. Uh, it's not biased to say that this was definitely common sense. But in saying that, because of the inconsistencies, the first thing you say is, Oof, "We're lucky to get away with that one." Yeah, because I thought you, during the game, I thought we were lucky. Yes, right, exactly. The only time, the only discrepancy I personally would have for that kind of incident is where the ball is literally going in the goal. That would that would be my discrepancy. So, do you remember in the FA Cup final when we lost to the Owen double and we battered Liverpool? Yeah, and Stefan Hencho was on oh, the line. Yeah. Do you remember that one? Yeah, and Henri yeah. smashes it. Hencho's like this. Yes. He doesn't mean to hit it, but he's in the goal and it hits his hand and goes out. To me, that should be a penalty because it's literally a goal. And yes. that's the only difference I personally would have for it. Yeah, Otherwise, common sense correct. has to prevail. And yeah, if your right, hand's right. just there, that's stupid. Because we've been seeing ones even this season where someone goes up for a header, the ball's behind them and it just whacks their hand and they're going, that's unnatural. And I'm like, that is ridiculous. He's looking yeah. this way. It's hit his hand from behind. I mean, what do you want that bloke to do? Same thing with this guy. What do you want him to do? He's yeah, running. Right. He hasn't no. stand still. He's still running towards the ball. It's hit off his body. And it's just ridiculous to say. No, I think it's actually ridiculous. Chest, it does. It does. It does. I thought, yeah, Gabriel, don't do that. But he was right. Yeah. He, he, he was yeah. saying he's that. But like you, even if it doesn't, he's still mm. moving. He's a yard away. Yeah. Smashed it at him. His yeah. arm was already there. I think it's ridiculous to call it a pen. Now, yeah. the other one is definitely more debatable to a degree, maybe. Mm-hmm. I st- I'm, people are going to say we're biased, but I still think it is a pen, this one. But no. what did you think on the Jesus Tiago uh, one? What was your thoughts on that one? Yeah. It was a pen. I'm sorry, because um, he, he, he does make contact with his leg. It's as simple as that. It's he didn't. He, yeah, he goes for the ball, but he misses the ball. He hits the back of his leg and that's it. And all right, I don't, I don't care if everyone's going on about, oh, look, Jesus made a meal of it. How many players do that? They all do it. Yeah, of course. They all do we're it. Just they doing, all do we're it. just doing what Salah's done 50 but, times. But by the lesser of the law, he's hit his leg. He's, he's made contact. So isn't that the, the law now? You make contact. Yeah. Sometimes it can be what they call soft. But that's what that's what annoyed me. I heard everyone, everyone, especially all the living, Barnes, kept on and on about, oh, that was Zoppel, look. Kept on and on about it. Then you had Sooners, soft on talk, the talk, you know, the talk uh, sports. Oh, yeah, soft there, penalty. That's a soft penalty. Then Dion Dublin. Dion Dublin was the funniest. He goes, that was a soft penalty, but it was a pen. 
So hang on, so it's a pen then. Yeah, exactly. What, what, it doesn't matter what, difference. What, it's, it's, there's no there's no grey area here. It's, yeah. it's black or black or white. End of the day. If you're saying in the same sentence it's a pen, then yeah. don't say it's a soft pen. A pen's yeah. a pen. And I've heard yeah. people trying to compare Ridiculous. it. And they're like, if if this was accidental, mm. then that was it. I went, no, 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 no. When oh. you kick someone, it doesn't matter if you intended to kick the ball. Otherwise, no foul would exist. There would be no like, foul in the game. You, unless you've, you're just a dirty player. Like, that, that doesn't make any sense. The point here right. is people are running and moving. And it's, that is, you've not fouled anybody. It's just right. hitting a part of Jack, your body. Jack, if that had been out of the box, there would have been a foul given. Of course there would have. Of course So what's the difference? So None, what's the there difference? isn't a difference. There isn't, the, 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 there isn't a difference. However, I've seen us get multiple decisions against us with likes of, of those course. before. Yeah. And it was nice to see it go for us, but it should have done. Our what exactly? Uh, so I agree with you. I think it's. I think it's a pen. I think Thiago misjudges the fact that Jesus gets there before him. Yeah. Um, and and I think they know that Liverpool can do what they like. Then there was a melee. They certainly wow. don't want to speculate on what was said, but something was said. Definitely. Something not good was said it from triggered him. Jacker. It triggered Jacker. Yeah, and Gabriel. I've seen. I mean, Jacka went like flipped. The Brazilian players were all even Thiago. Uh, sorry, even, Firmino's face. Yeah, Firmino's and Allison in the end of the game, yeah. and Gabriel was livid. So mm. we'll see. We'll let. I mean, we'll talk about yeah, it I mean, when something comes out from it. Obviously, yeah. we don't want to spoil because there's a lot of stuff that we could speculate on, and we don't. No, we don't want to really do want that. To, but it didn't look great. But really, with that, it del- what it did was, and I, I presume this was part of Liverpool's tactic. It delayed the penalty delayed. ever, and I thought, what a what a calm, composed oh player we've God. got in Saka. Because that, that new view is is awfully nauseating, isn't it? To, mm-hmm. uh, is it a new view? The new view from behind the player when they take the penalty yeah. where you, yeah. it's like the camera's on the pitch or whatever. Yes, it and is. And I was just like, it was just an ages and I was like, I can't, I can't oh, I've got to watch, but I can't watch. And the last Klopp time I remember... Watch. So well done, Jay. At least you watch Clock couldn't. Oh, I, I, I think we talked about it before we got on air. I think <laughs> that was such a beautiful moment of of weakness <laughs> from him. From him. Like, oh, I've got a... It was 2-2 at the end of the day. When have Liverpool been playing against you at 2-2 and be desperate, desperate for you not to score the penalty? They, the old Liverpool they knew would be thinking, I'll go up knew. the other end. Yeah, because they knew how dangerous we'd become. Right. That's why. And, and before that, Neil, at 2-2, he was making defensive substitutions. <laughs> yes. Just like Tottenham were. To yes. Con- to, to try and contain and scaring hold. scaring the hell out of teams, Jack. Exactly. And, and that was a huge thing that just didn't get talked about enough from the from, from media outlets, that he's taken off his right winger, his left winger, so right winger, bringing on defensive players to try to... Contain us, and we weren't. We weren't doing that. Two, two. We no. were. We were looking to bring on Fabio Vieira or Eddie yeah. Nketiah, and yeah. we were looking light for light changes. Or, yeah. and we 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 wanted to win that game. And you know, whether the penalty is is is, is a little bit lucky or what, you, you spend enough time putting them un, in vulnerable positions, they're going to make an error. And you know, this is this is where we've lost out to decisions in, in the past few years, where yep. we've barely entered their box. They've been mm-hmm. all in our box. And of course, mm-hmm. we're going to make an error. Or at the very least, you're going to make the ref make a decision. Yes. But just talk yes. about what, what's your thoughts on the, on the composure. He scored against Chelsea penalty, Man U penalty, and now Liverpool penalty. I mean, forgetting about the Euros already, aren't we? Yeah, 100%. I mean, the, the thing is that the, the commentators made it made straight away talked about the uh, 
the fact that what happened to him over a year ago. But, you know, he's already scored a couple of penalties since then. But it's still tough, isn't it? It's still a big ask, especially to win it, potentially win the game and have that on your shoulders. I mean, you keep forgetting how young he is. I mean, he, he, he looks, still looks like he's, he's, like, he's not even, he still doesn't even look like he's a teenager. He looks so young. Yeah, I mean, God, it was amazing. It was a beautifully taken penalty. Everyone talks about um, uh, Harry Kane. And yeah, Harry Kane is amazing at penalty. No one can take that away from him. But Saka is so young. And after what happened to him, it just melted my heart. It was, it, it was poetic. It was, it was almost like watching, I don't know, a romantic movie and, you know, the two running off and having a hard time and then managing to get together. It was just, it was just so, so nice. The whole thing, his celebration, what it meant to him, what it meant to all the other players for him as well. You could see, you could see it. And, yeah. oh, it just, it just, it just melted my heart, Jack. It was brilliant. But his execution, his composure, because he had to wait a long time, but it didn't seem to get to him. You know, he didn't even look nervous as he put the ball down. As he, you, you see know, Van Dyke try to hit the ball out of his hand. Did you see that? Yeah. Yeah. He's, they're, they're, all over sorry, the place. I'm not going to swear. I'm not going to swear. The they place. were so frustrated. They were so frustrated because they know now, I think there's a shift. There's definitely a shift. I think yeah. they know that this team is going to go places. And we are, we are, Jack. We've got, I think this team, this squad has got a good six, seven years in them. I really do. Because most of the key players, they're still in their early 20s. So most of them hit their prime, what, mid, late, mid to late 20s? Yeah. Roughly, hopefully, would you say? Yeah. Right. If we yeah. keep them and they stay injury free, Oh my God. And I think, I think the other teams are starting to see this. And I think they're starting to see that Arteta is a clever man. Yeah. I mean, the Tommy Asker thing was genius. It was a masterclass. Yeah. So, you know, uh, I, I just think we're putting the fear into teams now. The only team that probably won't fear us is Man City, but I think everyone else. You've got to remember now. So how many is it? How many games have we played? We played, um, eight, nine games, right? We played nine games, eight wins. And the one we lost, we dominated that as well. Yeah, oh, big time. Yeah, yeah, we just so, made errors, so, made it, made errors yeah. at key, key times. And in a way, do you know, if the the consolation I get from that is, in a way, I'm glad it happened because it kind of like made us, made will make Arteta think that we are still fallible, and we still have to be careful and not make silly mistakes. Yeah, because if you don't make Probably mistakes, you don't games. learn. If you don't make mistakes, you don't learn, Jack. Right? Oh, exactly. So Especially I, as I a young that, team. Yeah. Exactly. So I think, in a way. It was, how can I say that losing was a good thing? But in a way, that the, that's the consolation I draw from it. Mm. That Because if we'd won all nine, you know, then you'd think, well, and then, then you know, at some point, it's all going to come tumbling down and, and it, it will hurt yeah. a lot. I'm glad we've got, kind of got that out of the way already, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, you're going to have setbacks. I mean, it's not going to be, there's, there's too many Correct. good teams in the league. But Setbacks is fine, as long as you learn from it, Jack. Yeah, that's yeah. the thing. And I think, I think we've got it in us. And, I just, I can't tell you how happy I am. And then after that, there was only one-way traffic. And that's why I think that even if we hadn't scored, even if that penalty hadn't been given, I think we still would have gone and won that game somehow because we were just in complete control. I've yeah. never seen us dominate Liverpool like that in that spell after the penalty for a long time. It was great. It was great yeah. to see. Yeah, we really controlled it. Too. And it, it's such a contrast from... You know, just last season where you go go up in not even a big game, it'd be a regular game, and we suddenly bring on and we go to back three, bring on holding, and you know we're nervy, biting our nails for the last twenty thirty minutes. I mean, you're not seeing any of that this season, no matter what the score is, really. And no. that's not any criticism of Rob Holding. That's just not 
that we are not playing that way anymore. We are front-footed. We are going out to win games and we're going out to defend. We're going to defend it from the front. So we're going to really, I think this was based on the second half performance. I think it was that strong. Mm-hmm. It was actually a two-goal winning game. I think we should. Yeah. The, the, the fair and XG kind of bears that out. I think it says we we basically should have scored three to their one or something around there. Yeah. So so I think you know it was definitely a fair result at the very least. But we probably should have won by one more. We had a few chances, you know, that we that we you know before the penalty and the Odegaard shot and you know one or two others that we 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 really could have could have put it to bed a little bit more. But still, absolutely fantastic to come back. Passes in the box or something. Yeah, I think it was at 46, 49 to their like 18, 19. Which is more than, I don't know, all of our in the last season or something put together in one game or something, yeah, something like yeah, that. Yeah, against Liverpool, I think that was. It's like yeah. the most, it's in, and it, it's, it's, somewhere between the, what they created is like the lowest they've created in the last two seasons That's or something like that. Um, so it show like it shows that, you know, a lot of people say to me, yeah, we've been rubbish all, all, all season. I went, no, 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 but the data bears that this was actually your worst game of the season. And yeah. in terms of both boxes, this was your worst game and you were pushed to, to the extent of you were dominated. I know you've had bad results against Brian, but you, in terms of the data, it's saying that you really didn't create very much at all in this game. Yeah. I mean, even though you scored two goals, you didn't create very much at all. You know, the interesting thing, though, is both both the last two games, the Bodo and this, we actually didn't get the possession the other team Yes, did, which, which is, you know, which we makes had 45% me, in this or 44 Yeah, Yeah, but it makes me happy that we can play like that and we can still turn out good results. And yeah. It's quite, a, quite comforting to me. Yeah, I think what skewed it in this game was that 30 minutes after the first goal. Yeah. Because yeah. they were having a lot of... What I what we would have called last season, um, sort of, you know, uh, um, how, how do you say, it? unthreatening possession. Mm. You know, we mm. did that a lot last season. A lot of the ball with their centre backs. You know, um, would have been frustrating from my perspective because I, I felt we had the ball, but also from their perspective, I, I'm sure Liverpool fans would have been sitting there going, "We're not, we're not creating anything here. We've just mm. got, we've got some Arsenal got us at arm's length, which we did have. I don't think we were under the cosh or anything. No, but. After the third, which was huge, I mean, the crowd, I'm sure you've watched the Peter Drury commentary. I've watched it like 50 oh. times. It's brilliant. I don't know how he does it. It's amazing, really. Um, he should be commentating on every game. But it's just um, it's just amazing to listen to, really. But And Alisson's a pretty good um, uh, stopper from, from penalties as well. So Saka had to hit it with pace and into the corner. Mm. But after that, obviously, um, you know, you had the Jesus incident with the head injury. Looked like... Like he might have lost consciousness, to be honest, initially. I don't know. He can't have done. You'd hope he can't have done. I don't trust the concussion protocols, um, really, after what we've seen with the likes of Bellerin and, and players like that um, and other players, you know, with stuff that's gone on. And I don't really trust it. You know, a lot of people saying he completed a protocol on the pitch. I'm like, well, that doesn't really exist. They do an evaluation on the pitch. But but he seemed fine. I mean, in the terms of the way he continued to play, but he certainly was in the wars a little bit. I mean, Jason, oh god, yeah, about all over the place, wouldn't he? Even after that, he ran into the goalkeeper. And yeah, he's talking his shoulder, just smacking him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So hopefully he's yeah. okay. Give him midweek off. Don't let him travel, mate. He can't, please, please, God. Yeah, no, I, I, I wouldn't have him travel personally. No. Um, but I think we might. But um, but oh, yeah, I, I wouldn't. I'm sure. I'm sure the likes of Odegaard and Jacker and people like that will travel. But 
But what a win. I mean, I can't wait for bench cam to come out just to watch how Arteta goes mental on the sidelines during the game because that usually yeah. comes out around Tuesday, doesn't it? So, um, but after that, like you said, you know, we were worried. They, they extended the time. There was that conversation oh, between the managers and the ref because of the incident. Yeah. Um, has, uh, you know, on, on Saka and on Jesus, he, he, that left back, he's a little bit dirty, I thought. I thought he was a little bit dirty. He was leaving his foot in, leaving his elbows in, yeah. acting yeah. all innocent. He knows, though. He knows Saka's, you know, he, he's, a, he's a devastating player to deal with, so he was trying to be more physical with him. And mm-hmm. the great thing about Saka is his temperament, I think. There's a lot of challenges that go in on Saka that someone his age and, We've had strong in age, Jack. He's strong, so strong. But he never loses it, does he? Never loses his call. When is it? When has Saka lost his call? Ooh, yeah, good point. Mate, mental, see, almost every one of our players loses their call at some point. And Saka, and oh, Martinelli, not quite, but he's close. You know, he, he doesn't. He has amazing temperament. Even Smith Rowe, I remember thinking last season, like yeah, temperament of these players, really, really good for such mm. young players. Yeah. Their temperament is very, very good. They never lose their heads despite the fact they're getting, you know, pulled from pillar to post at times. But made a few changes. Um, I was calling for Fabio Vieira to come on a little bit earlier for Odegaard because I thought Odegaard had a good game, but he was getting pressed a little bit um, in that that first half. And I think they were trying to push on his press because they knew we wanted to give them the ball a lot. And I think, you know, I think Fabio Vieira's earned a bit of game time. But again, we'll see him in midweek. But Neil, I mean, there's only two teams um, in Premier League history that have won eight out of the first nine and that was us in 07 and 08 and 04 and 05 or it was 14, 15 and 04, 05 but it was us twice both times we didn't win the league so that wasn't a good omen in that sense but where do you think it it leaves us I mean I'm not truly really talking about title and things like that because Man, Man City decided to sign a flipping cyborg but what um where I mean some people are. I mean I think realistically a lot of Arsenal fans are just kind of enjoying the moment and they're like, Yeah, yeah, if you're gonna talk you about it as well, you got yeah. but you know, we're there by merit. We're there by merit. Yeah, obviously we've got there by fluke. Yeah. If it was ten games to go, I'd be talking about it. But but you know, in saying that, Neil, whilst I don't think, you know, we're we're gonna win the title or anything like that, we're way ahead of any sort of schedule. You know, in just being in the conversation, and secondly, I just think, um, you know, every every game we really should have won. And City haven't played; they've only played one team in the top six, and that's correct. We're the only uh, ones more than anyone else in the top six. So everyone that's saying, you know, you're not playing, can't say that anymore. Um, Obviously, we lost to Man U, but but they they've drawn with Newcastle and Villa, so you know they've not been faultless as such. Harland obviously looks like something we've never seen before, which is oh, it's very frustrating. He's just annoying the heck out of me, and he's only been in the league for 10 minutes. So, but um, he's eight oh, goals away from last year's golden boot. That's how ridiculous he is. Yeah, it's mental, isn't it? It's mental, it's just, but it's just insane. But in, in your head, you're like, you can't keep this up, but when you're watching, you're like, yeah, probably can. But um, it's frustrating. But where, where, do, where do you think, what, 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 where would you say it leaves us? What's your opinion? Nine games in, a fantastic start. Look, the, 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 the pragmatic and reasonable Neil will say that, yeah, I didn't see this coming. And the goal was to get top four and hopefully the Europa Cup. That was the goal. I guess it still is. But having said that, the way we're playing, Jack, um, and for me, I keep saying this to everyone, it doesn't matter how many goals Hallen and City score. We only play them twice. 
Yeah, they could score. They could win every game twenty nil. And at the moment, who's top of the league? We are. Um, and we're there, as you said, we're there by merit. We're there by merit. We, we, we haven't. If you look at every single game, we've not been lucky in any of them. We've won them because we've played well. And for me, honestly, Jack, if we stay away from key injuries, that's the big if we get thing, that yeah. hit, if we get that's the big thing. If you get a great, because I always used to question um, us as well and our attitude, our mentality, whether we're too can get too complacent. We might have seen a bit of that, as you were saying. Why do you think we we stepped off in the first half against? But again, we'll learn from it. We'll learn from it. If that was the case, we'll learn from it. And Arteta will drill that into their heads. Um, I don't see why not. Because we've only played them twice. We could we could have a good good game against them. I'm not saying we'll go and win both games because that's been silly. But at home, you know, if the crowd gets behind the team, which they will do, especially against City. I'm not sure when we play them, by the way, but... I yeah, think that's the one that got postponed, isn't it? That's the one that got postponed because of the PSV game. So it's not, yeah. it's not, it's not before the World Cup. No, no, it's not. It's in January, so th- probably. You know, even if we get a point, it stops them getting two points. Anything could happen, and I, I think we're in it. I think we're in the title race. I don't. Well, I don't well we're in it more than anyone else. That's for sure. Well, I, well, I don't see why not. Look at, look at. You, you, we've just talked about it, and you've made some good points about it. I think we're, we're scaring the living daylights out of teams. The, the managers are making major substitutions 20, 30 minutes before the bloody game is over. And that, that's because of the way we're playing. So, and that's against Liverpool and Tottenham. And, you know, Tottenham are apparently going to win everything and the shift to power and, da, 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 and all that rubbish nonsense. Yeah. You know, I keep hearing over and over again, well, we haven't been tested. We hadn't been tested before Tottenham. We beat them. We hadn't been tested because we haven't played Liverpool. We beat them. Now they'll say we haven't been tested because we haven't played City. Well, well, who's left? Who yeah. else? I'm, I'm yeah, sorry. We're answering a lot of questions, yeah. We're answering a hell of a lot of questions. There is no reason, in my mind, if we keep our players fit, that we can't go on and be right there in May. Yeah. No reason for me at all. Yeah, it's obviously That's those fine. few... Yeah, it's those few positions. I mean, I'm sure your heart was in your mouth when Ramsdale pulled up with his hip and... Of course, You saw Turner get... So that position, obviously the party yeah, no, one, which we've discussed and... Look, probably, look, look, probably Saka, look, but... We haven't got the depth that City have got. I'm not going to be... I admit that. We've got depth in some... Well, look, I mean, the left-back position, there's no worries now, is there? I think defensively we're, we're good, actually. Back we're, four, we're great, we're decent, yeah. yeah. 100%. But midfield, you know, Xhaka party, one of them, suspensions, injuries, yeah, there's a worry. Problem. As you said, with the goalkeeping position. Mind you, Turner impressed me um, in the uh, Boda game. I mean, it's only Boda, but Boda played well, to be fair. Yeah, just with his feet, obviously, so, the, the, the ball yeah. playing. But. Yeah, of course, of course. He's no Ramsdale, but no. you know, there's, there's potential there. But I get it. The goalkeeping position, the midfield position, you know, a couple of other areas, maybe. You know, if you lost Martinelli, for example, you know, there's this. Nelson could come in, as we've talked about. But you, 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 so I agree that, you know, we are, we are on a bit of a rope, you know, a knife edge, a little bit with the injury situation. But if somehow they all stay fit, if somehow. Mm. And no, and no orc goes and maims them in a game, which is I think now that's it. A lot of managers are going to start employing that. So that's why I'm a bit worried about Leeds because that's that's definitely going to be a physical game. Yeah. Um, but I, I think if we can stay away from that and we can look after ourselves, I don't see why not, mate. I don't see why not. There's yeah. a chance. Yeah. I mean, like you said, uh, uh, we're we're in it more than more than anyone else. We're, we're we're there by merit. We we deserve to be top of the league. I think um, at this point in time. 
And obviously, City they've been there, done it. They've, you know, they've, they've progressed their squad again, and, and yeah. but they have they, their squad isn't quite as thick in certain areas as people think. Certainly, at fullback position, they just lost Kyle Walker. They have cover mm. for him, but if they lost another one, they'd have problems because obviously they didn't sign Kukurella and they they sold us uh, Zinchenko, and they never yeah. really they brought in a, a young left back in his name Sergio Gomez, but he's very young from Anderlecht, mm. so he's like twenty, twenty one. So. Um, but again, you know, like you say, yeah, they've, they're, 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 they're stacked. But you don't know. They've got to probably play more of their first team players in the in Europe than we do. Maybe not so much now because they're basically through the group, I think. But that's why you'll get onto it. But the midweek game for us, I think it's really important for us to, I think everyone, lots of people after those two games will say rest everyone. I think most likely Arteta won't do that. I think no, he will he play a few of those first team players because he knows that, you know, resting them now if we don't get the result that we want means we're going to have to play all of these six games with them and 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 we, we topping the group is really really important as we've spoken yeah. about in terms of missing that next game so you, you you want to top the group so i expect us i expect us to go at least as strong as we did as that on the home game i think because we're away it's going to be a trickier game it is so i'm and expecting it. us to do that and then that's thursday and then obviously we play We'll play Leeds yeah. on on Sunday, so I'm, I'm guessing he's going to play similar similar team on Thursday. Maybe Gabriel Jacka. Hopefully, he doesn't start Martinelli, but oh, I hope not. But 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 who do you start out of the first team instead of him? You're not starting Saka because Saka plays more than Martinelli, doesn't he? So you're not going to start Saka. You're not going to start Jesus. So so you know where is it going? I mean, obviously it'd be nice to see. Obviously, Tommy Asu will start and Tierney will start and yeah. and uh, and um, I expect White or Gabriel, one of them, to start alongside Holding and that kind of thing. Yeah. But but um, hopefully, I mean, they're, I, they're a quite good footballing team, Bodo Glimt, and, uh, and yeah. uh, you know they've got a strong, strong fan base. They make a huge noise. Their home games are amazing. I've got to say, they're amazing. Yeah, yeah. Unless you want to touch on anything else from the absolutely epic um, <laughs> yeah. game. What's your prediction for that and for um for for, for Leeds? I'm gonna be surprised at my Leeds one, but um uh Bodo, I think it'll be two nil because I'm a bit bit concerned about this artificial pitch, so I'm not going mad with it. And I, they're a good side. I'm gonna go two nil. Um I love I love what holding does when he comes on for those kind of types of games. I think he's epic. He's brilliant. Yeah, he's great goal in midweek, wasn't so it? So underrated. I, I, and I get why people He's not look. Obviously, he's not going to be a first team starter in the Prem. I, I get that, but he he never complains and he just does his job when he comes on. I, I love that about him. So I'm not even worried about the defence. And then we have got Tommy Asu and Tierney. He just thought he would be our normal first team starters. I mean, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Defensively, we are we are packed solidly. I think I mean, Tommy yeah, Asu found himself to be really quite unlucky. Like I, I personally agree yeah, with Tierney yeah. dropping in the sense of I felt we needed something different. I think mm. we talked about this last season from mm. left back. But Tommy Asu literally Oh, he's unlucky. Yeah. You didn't see it, did you? So, uh, but White's been great. He's been brilliant. He's been brilliant. Unbelievable. He's been brilliant. Really good. So, he's such an interesting bloke, isn't he? White, because when he gets yeah. interviewed, he doesn't really want to talk. No, he's he doesn't. Very you can quiet. tell he doesn't really nah. care to talk about football. You know, he either. doesn't watch football. Yeah, he doesn't that. watch it. His family he don't doesn't... like it. No, they no. don't come to the games. No, or something, right? And I'm listening to it, and I'm like, that's you know weird. What? And he's all he's into all this. I think he's all into this reality TV stuff and things like that. But whatever it is, it's that, a job that, to that him. help. Yeah, that helps separate his mind it from. Does what he does at work, but you know, maybe, you know, a lot of people maybe need a little bit more balance. So 
he was interviewed after this game, and he's like literally one word answers. He didn't want to be there. Yeah. He just didn't want to know. And it's not because it's not because he's arrogant or anything. I just don't think you're right for him. It's just a job. It's like you and, and a nine to five office worker going to work and then coming home. He's just because I remember when he's one of his first interviews, he was asked about the legends and the invincible teams, and he said, "I don't really watch it. I don't really know much." Because yeah, obviously, I know who they are. And I was like, my mouth was on the floor. I said, "What? Yeah. You don't know about these players?" And he and he was honest. To be yeah. fair to him, he was honest. Yeah. He was not interested. My family don't like it, as you said. It's really interesting. You are right. He's a really, yeah, interesting, really interesting to watch. Never seen anything like it. And but, mental that Southgate is. He'll take him, I think. But it's just mental that he's not starting for England. To be honest, but do you know what? To be honest, if none of our players get picked for, I don't want him going. So Saka obviously is going to be a huge yeah, part of it. Of course, but, yeah, but, but I, I, I think it's fantastic I'm, what they're doing with Ramsdale. Brilliant. Yeah, Pickford yeah. is a complete donut. I mean, <laughs> he re- and he's still number one. I'm like. Brilliant. Keep him number great. Yeah. Yeah. Brilliant. Brilliant. Maguire's still the best centre back. Fantastic. Yeah. Sorry, you'd asked me the question about the games. Um, so I think it'll be very similar to the team that we put out um, at the home home leg, I think. Yeah. I don't think I, that really I think you're right. I think it'll be good. Actually, I wouldn't mind seeing Nelson start because I liked what I saw. Cedric's fit again. I don't know if that would yeah, might change anything. <laughs> Would it? I don't know. Where would he play? Well, he might do. He might do a Cedric Tierney thing, and and then play Tommy Asu as the senior fullback alongside Holding. He could do that. Could do. I'm not sure. I love the thought of Cedric playing at all, but <laughs> but yeah, go on. But you never know. But I, I mean, I mean, there's a certain sort of definite uh, Eddie definitely will start. Uh, Marquinhos will start. Vieira will start. That, that that's the certs. You know that. And then it's yeah. the other ones whether. How he does it, but he—I think he's definitely going to play a couple of the seniors. Because you're yeah. right, he doesn't want to risk us not winning this, and then we're fighting later on, you know, down the line. So, um, yeah, I'm just worried about this pitch. That's my only concern. But hey, yo, let's see what happens. But I think we'll win. As a, I think it'll be two nil. It'll be two nil, and I want Eddie to score again. I, uh, yeah. Okay, I, two I, nil, Eddie. And um, what about for for Leeds away? Leeds is going to Leeds is going to be a funny one. Uh, I think it's going to be a tough. I think we'll start off fast, um, and if we do great, and if we get an early couple of goals, then great. I think if we get those early couple of goals, I think we're going to run away with it. And I know it's away. I know it's Leeds, and it's always been a tough time. That, but there's always been some kind of rivalry between us and Leeds. Always, we've had some epic games in the past, FA Cup games in the league in the early seventies. You know, it yeah. was all a huge thing. And the Leeds fans, of course, are going to make it a very intimidate, intimidating atmosphere. But we've proven a way to Palace, a way to, you know, Brentford. We've, we've proven that we can go away and sucker up those intimidating atmospheres. I think if we get a good start and we get a couple of early goals, I think we're going to win 5-1. 5-1. Mm. I think it's time, it's high time that we got a high scoring game because we're more than capable of doing it. Wowza. First score. Um, uh, you know what? I'm going to say Jesus because he hasn't actually netted for a couple of games. So Jesus, that'd be nice. Um, I'll go. I think midweek's going to be tough because I, I do mm. think I, I do think um, I don't think we're going to play many first team players. Um, for, from from this, well, they've just had two really hard games. So, um, but I'll go. I hope we sneak it. So we can sneak it two one. I'll go two one. First goal scorer, I'll go with um, Vieira. 
and um, I love him. I think he's brilliant. I um, love him as well. I love him. In a year, he's going to be unreal. Oh, don't. Get used to the league, a little bit stronger. Um, he's, I don't know the position he's coming for, but he's coming to the team. He's, he's definitely going for it. He'll, but, be, a, he'll be a first starter soon. Yeah, year yeah. Odegaard's going to raise his level watching him. I think. Yeah, yeah, he's going to raise it. But um, And then Lee, I definitely not uh, as comfortable. Like you said, I remember some real big battles at Ellen Road. So um, yeah. I'll, I'll go, I'll go, I'll go two one as well for that one. I'll go. I'll see. I'll, hopefully, we win that one. Two one. I'll go. Um, take it long. I'll take that all day long, yeah. mate. I'll go um, Odegaard for the first goal scorer for that one. Odegaard. Yeah. Good yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what? We shouldn't be worrying about scoring loads of goals because at the end of the day, we know City just going to destroy everything. So Yeah, their goal difference is going to be ridiculous. Goal difference is irrelevant this season because City's, I, yeah. I think they're going to break records. So if they yeah. carry on the way they're coming. The league so, should want, the league should want a title race between us and City. Those mm. are the two best footballing teams at this moment in the league, yes. without yes. question. Without, yes. and yes. I'm, I include like even Liverpool. Well, I know I personally, even at Liverpool's peak, never really regarded them as this amazing footballing team. I think mm-hmm. their game was was largely based around intensity and pace, and um, you know that that constant energy that they were getting from stuff that we don't want to talk about. But um, you know that kind of like, but it wasn't. It was a completely different game. It wasn't like they were playing the same game. But but City and Arsenal, they are they are football purist kind of teams. If we can play like this, obviously with short short span. But in terms of this season, those are the, those are the best teams to watch. That's that's the best advert for the league. Well, if you Jay, start putting Tottenham in the mix, or they yeah. are an awful advert for football, just a terrible advert for football. I mean, I mean, the common benchmarks is to look at look at where we are after ten games. We're only one way from ten games, and we're top of the league. The other is at where we are at Christmas. And then, as you said, then with 10 games left. So we've already passed the first test and we're top. Yeah. Yeah, yeah a long say? way to go, but we're, we're doing, you know. You oh, can't no, of course. Yeah, but, yeah. You know? no, you do it when you do okay. Like you said, hopefully stay fit. Hopefully get to this uh, plastic pitch that you're talking about, the turf pitch, oh, yeah, unscathed. And yeah, it's, it's always awkward for a team that's never played on it as well. They're, they're used to playing on it and we're not used to playing on it. So, home field advantage is one thing then you've got a whole new surface to play on so it's a, it's not it's not going to be easy this this team's gonna Tierney worries me about that have game to... Tierney worries me because he's susceptible well, so... yeah I wonder like my brother was saying John was saying um, he thinks we picked Tommy Asu at the start of the game he was saying Tierney can't be fully fit he just can't be fully fit he's, mm. he's, it's, I don't, you know he didn't think it was a tactical thing and I was like I think he's doing this on purpose. I think Tierney must be fully fit because he mm. played in midweek and John said, but he came off early. And I mean, he came off early because Sinchenko might not be fit for, for the, the weekend. He was considering that at that point. Yeah, that's, him, I think. Yes, yes, yes. So that's what my, my consideration was. But yeah, like you said, he, he, Tierney's fitness. We're really managing them well, though, the fullbacks. I mean, into, they're still getting injured. Zinchenko's injured, but in terms of their game time, Tomiyasu as well, very injury prone last season. But look mm. how much he's being eased in, probably too much for his liking. But in terms of his fitness and his, you know, injuries, this is the best gradual progression we could give yeah. to Tierney and Tomiyasu. So we're giving them the best chance. Obviously, mm, you never know, true. but giving them the yeah. best chance. So let, let's see. Um, I wonder if he plays Gabriel midweek or, like you said, takes him out of the limelight for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Be interesting. He's not. I don't think he's missed a game as he all season, Gabriel. So as much as he was saying, it you know, he's that he just needs a rest. It could be just that he just needs a rest. It's possible. 
Yeah, I wonder. Not, out of the two, he's the one that's been making a little bit of, you know, a few errors. And yeah. I wonder if he bit. might play white in midweek. Or he might do. He might move in the centre-back with holding. Or, or yeah. like I said, maybe play Tommy Asu and bring Cedric in. That could be what he does. There's options. There's options. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've got a few options. Just hope we turn up um, yeah. and get a win. But, boys, we, thank you, Neil. We are on uh, at Purely Arsenal FP on Twitter. You can find our links there in the homepage on there. And um, feel free to tweet us any questions. And we're at YouTube. Just type in Purely Arsenal Podcast and you'll see our podcast come up. Please subscribe to us on there because we release it a little bit earlier on, on YouTube. And, um, and it takes a little bit longer to get up onto the other apps. All free, advert free, um, cost free. No, none of this Patreon stuff or advertising at the start. Two ninety nine to join Two for membership, yeah, or pay us five ninety nine to listen to us talk. Yeah, well, I'm seeing some of these pods now, and they're they're, they're they're just chucking in three minutes of adverts before they even start, uh, and uh, and acting like you know it's just oh I didn't realise it was there. And uh, and I'm like, come on now, come on now. These are just we're just fans talking about Arsenal, so we won't charge you. Come and subscribe to us. You won't have to wait for an advert every five minutes on YouTube. It's talking straight through, um, because like Neil says offline, we're rich and we don't need the money, isn't it, right now? I'll be right. Because uh, I've got one of these for every day of the week. <laughs> Project. I love that. I'm uh, yeah, go get your shirt. I'm representing here. Finally oh, got mate, it. I have to get that shirt. Yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah, yeah. It is very nice, very comfortable. Um, but Neil, thank you so much. No um, keep okay. it up. Keep it up, Arsenal. Two more wins this week, please. Two more wins. Up the arse. Let's do it.